welcome to the Authors Board for every good conversation starts. We are excited. We have Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Author's Porch. How are you doing today, KK? Nervous. Nervous. I know. <laughs> you know, you know I'm so you're nervous. I'm sweating up a storm. Like, I, have, I usually have something that covers my shoulders, but I was like, oh, I've got to take this off. <laughs> so, you know, we're in this together, girl. We're going to okay. get through this. <laughs> so, my hands are sweating. <laughs> Well, your hands are sweating, my whole body's sweating over here. I need my fan, but it interferes with the sound, so I have to turn it off. And I'm like, I die for the hour, but we're going to survive. We're going to okay. survive together. <laughs> so, right. um, <laughs> so now that we got that nervous laughter out, which is something I love to do, I will tell you that I'm a big goofball. And uh, I'm going to mix up my words. I'm probably going to screw things up here and there. And that's just the nerve. That's just the nature of being human. And the human condition is one of the most beautiful conditions in the world. So you can never be worse than me. So trust me. Um, okay. It's going to be a great <laughs> great evening. But guys, I want to introduce you to KK because I've had the pleasure of having her on my blog. And I read through her whole interview and got to know her a little bit more. And last night I was reading her book and I was like, should I really start reading this right before I go to bed? <laughs> As I was looking at the cover. <laughs> and I decided to go ahead anyways. <laughs> and let me tell you, I did not have nightmares. So do not feel bad. It's not scary. <laughs> It isn't that it isn't scary. So I'm not going to say it's not scary. I'm going to say that I did not have nightmares. So maybe I didn't okay. read far enough into it yet. But there was some parts where I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Uh -huh. I want to see where you're at there. So <laughs> it's not that it's not scary. It's that uh, I... To me, it's not scary. But I wrote it. So it's like... <laughs> yeah. So I had the pleasure of getting to know KK through her uh, blog interviews and seeing some of her Twitter posts and other social media stuff, but you guys haven't had the pleasure of getting to know her. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a background real quick before we go into having talks because you guys know me and I love to talk. KK hails from Ireland, which I absolutely love. My best friend is Irish from Cork. We went over and visited her, but that's ah. for another conversation. <laughs> um, but she lives in Washington and she writes occult fiction paranormal fiction um, and she just absolutely loves the writing process and one of the things that I found very interesting in your blog interview was your process is kind of like my process the the characters basically tell you hey I've got this That's story right. and I want you to write it and this is what's happening so I I saw that and I'm like hey I'm not crazy she's like <laughs> me <laughs> so it was extremely <laughs> interesting and I just I love the cover as soon as I saw the cover of your book is I mean, it, I don't know where you came up with the idea of that, but it's absolutely fabulous and beautiful. And I think everybody should just have that on their wall because it, I, mean, <laughs> I won't lie. It, it's, it's a bit like if you if it catches you off guard, you're going to be like, what is that? But there's there's beauty in it as well. Like that. Stick that, it on your mirror in your bathroom. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want <laughs> We're not going to do that. So I love, um, I love 
creativity and artistic things. So when I saw it, I saw the art in it. But I will tell you, if it if I walked into a dark room and then turned on the light and all of a sudden I saw it in the mirror, I'm never going to that bathroom again. <laughs> like ever. <laughs> so we got Ray Martinez jumping in. Um, oh, yeah, the guitars in the background. You have a super oh. sweet background there. Uh, it's my husband's studio. He was like, go in and use my studio because it's soundproof. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. So, KK, how are you feeling tonight? Other than nervous, um, how are you feeling? I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I'm getting ready for um, the book signing for Saka and Hellbound. So that's like um, July 11th. That's at uh, five. <laughs> I don't even know. The 11th of July at five in Weeds Cafe, where I always write my, I have my table and my chair and I sit in the same place every time. And I've written the three books for you this series. There? In the same chair. Yeah. That is so cool. Like, you know what? I bet they're like, you know what? Those books were written here. They're super stoked. Uh, yeah. Well, the cafe and, um, because a uh, part of it is set in Kashmir where I live and the cafe is actually in it. So. Wow. So uh -huh. one, of the thing, one of the things you said in, um, in your bio is that you grew up around these castles that were castle yeah. ruins. And one of the things that I loved when I went to Ireland and Scotland, because I was stationed in England for three years and I was able to go to Ireland and Scotland and see the, the castle ruins like Dundee Castle. And we went to Blarney Castle and I did not mm -hmm. kiss the Blarney Stone, but I was given <laughs> the gift of just on my own. You have it natural. But, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is, they're beautiful and you can feel the history. But when you were growing up, you grew up playing in and around yeah. that type of stuff. And you said um, a lot of your kind of background of your stories comes from that type of growing up in that atmosphere and stuff. Can you tell yeah. us more about that? Well, we all, um, well, when we were younger, myself and my older brother, my cousin Frankie and um, all my brother's friends, I seemed to like hang out with all them. We used to um, go down to Selskar Abbey, which is locked up now. You're not allowed to get in there anymore unless you're going on a tour. Like, But for the most part, we climbed over the wall. <laughs> but um, we would go in there and we'd have so much fun in there, you know, with our wood swords and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I know when I... So I've been to a few castles only because I, I was blessed to go to a lot of places in Europe mm -hmm. through my military career. And... I think that I had more fun in the castle ruins than I ever did in the full castles. Like when I went to the, um, I, I may be saying it wrong, and it was in Scotland, Dunedee Castle. It's where William Wallace uh, was. Oh, it's where he was like um, where executed? He slayed the, I, either he was executed or he slayed the English, one or the other, but it's on cliffs. It's on yeah. this big But when I went there, I felt so much more of the atmosphere and I felt so much more of the history there than I do mm -hmm. in the castles uh, that are fully restored because it feels like a lot of the stuff just is kind of the history manic. just feels a lot more raw when it's just when it hasn't been touched yeah. so you know if you kind of leave it up to your imagination and what it was like and I wonder what it was like and all that so yeah I get it yeah it's nice yeah so I think that might be some of where your imagination comes from, that rawness in, in your characters, do you think? Um, well, 
Well, I write Wexford and I write Ireland into all my books. It doesn't matter what genre it is. So, um, yeah, because my first trilogy, my Daughter of Rella trilogy, a lot of that, a lot of the, the fighting and the wars and everything, that was kind of um, looking back in kind of like 17th century Ireland and Scotland. And it's kind of because that's, that's the time of uh, history that I love so much. So, you know, even in my new books, um, Ireland is in them. Yeah, it looks like we mm -hmm. have Ireland here with us tonight. I see her, Edel. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Edel. Nice, Hi, nice to hear your support in KK. We appreciate you. Yeah, you know, when I, I went over there, we went over for a month, just for a month, and, mm -hmm. um, and we absolutely enjoyed it. So where did you get the, I want to say, the, the thought, to write this book other than the characters telling you to write mm -hmm. this series because I know they can be very powerful I've had my characters basically I wanted to go one way and they pushed me another way but where was the kind of like that that thought process where did that start from I like this kind of book I like um like witches and werewolves and all that kind of stuff so um uh, truthfully I don't know how it started but um, when I'm doing, when I'm writing a book, I always write the last paragraph first. I know exactly how a book is going to end before I start it. I know what character is going to end it. I know the last line, everything ends it. And then I start writing up until I get to that point and then I stop. So um, I think it was just, it was just a thought one day and um, I really liked um, the character that ended as a cat, and yeah. um, I just went with it. And I love, I love fo folklore, and I love, um, you know, anything to do with supernatural and paranormal. As long as it stays away from me, I'm okay. <laughs> I don't want to like come <laughs> after me, but I um, don't. I don't want yeah. anything sneaking in my room at night, but yeah. I can write, I'll write you about on this it. Paper. Yeah, I'll write about it, but that's as far as it goes. We've got Hi, Jenny. More. Ireland, Ireland here in the house. <laughs> I went, myself and Jenny went to school together. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that's so cool. You know, I, that's talent because I usually, there's no way I could write the end before I write the beginning because I have no idea what's happening until my characters tell me, hey, wake up, do this. Um, <laughs> my stories come to me in different, different ways, whether it's a nightmare. I've had nightmares that turned into books. Mm -hmm. um, I've turned a nightmare into a love story because the next day I woke up and every, all the events that happened the next day kind of fell into that nightmare, but turned into a love story the next day. It was just weird. So do you have things that happen in your life basically turn into fictional stories because your mind takes what's happening and just it goes on a track somewhere? There has been a couple of times, like I have about six or seven books that are already started. I start them because there is one or two um, that would be personal. And then I I think about it and I stop writing them because I decide that, you know, that story's mine and I, that's, that's for me only. But um, in all of my books, all of my characters for the most part are friends and family. That's... Cool. <laughs> because cool. I like to see I love to see um, their reactions of what happens to their characters and for the most part it's never good I'll just <laughs> it, 
it, it really isn't. It's never good. You know, it, they, it's never good. They, they so, always, yeah. So it's like, who, uh, it's like, what is, what is KK going to do to me now? Like, what's this? <laughs> oh, I want to know how I, this, or how, how this happens to me in this story. So that's, that's uh -huh. pretty cool. Yeah. So we have Corky Hosking. Um, yes. Miss Corky is, is one of my bosses in work. Oh, that's she, pretty cool. Yeah. And she's actually a character in uh, Hellbound or Eternity. I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, you know, <laughs> I heard this saying, be careful. Uh, be be careful if you're friends with an author, because if you ever do something wrong, good and different, you're going to end up in their book. And Kiki is <laughs> telling you guys, this is the true meaning, because everybody that she knows ends up in her books. And she writes paranormal and occult. So you know that somebody's, yeah. somebody's dying, somebody's getting... Yeah. Um, you're not uh, making it out alive. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You're not making it out alive in her books. <laughs> and if you do, it's for a purpose. I need you for another part somewhere else, but that's it. Yeah. So you're traditionally published, correct? Yes. I'm, okay. I'm published with Wild Wolf Publishing out of London in the UK. Okay. And did you go through this long querying process? A lot of, so I, I'm a self-published indie author uh -huh. and a lot of people, you know, you hear all of the forums and they talk about this, this process and the years yeah. and the years and the years. Did you find it as hard for you or was it kind of medium? You went through the process, you got, you found a publisher. Um, well, at the very beginning, um, I did self-publishing. And um, the control that you have yourself is is great, but I absolutely, um, hand on my heart, I absolutely prefer uh, traditional. I feel like the stress kind of lifts a little bit. But um, when I found my agent, uh, Jan Cardis, and uh, my editor, who's amazing, uh, Barbara Ellis Unico, or yeah, Unico, sorry, um, they they made they made life a lot easier but when the submissions and everything started going in i think we went for saquette i think that we went for nearly oh god maybe like a year and a half like pushing and pushing and pushing and it seemed um it almost seemed like the the tongue and cheek and the way i write didn't didn't bode well with american publishers either you know they didn't feel it or they just didn't get it or maybe it was just it's the way i write i don't know and that's why when i got picked up at wild wolf out of the uk we're like it's probably because they get my personality yeah. i don't know um so it kind of made sense you know and um so yeah it's a it's a long time it's a long haul but um it's definitely worth it i would um I did get asked if I would go back and just like put them out myself and um, do all that. But, you know, I was I was really I, I always wanted to just have uh, traditional publishing. So yeah. I felt, you know, and I worked for uh, for years towards it. I worked and worked and worked and I pushed for it. Mm -hmm. And um, and I, I love it. Yeah. So I don't think I, I would never go back. I think that everyone has to find what fits best for them. And I think, yeah. you know, there is definitely, definitely 
great things in traditional and there's great things in self-publishing. Yeah. And I think you have to find what, what fits your personality yeah. and what you're trying to get out of your brand as well as your life. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's, I don't, I, I tell people go with where your heart's at. You yeah. Know, go with what, what's pulling you. So congratulations because thank you. Um, that, that process, I, I will tell you when I first started writing books, that I was like, there's no way I would even try it. I mean, the only way I'm even writing books is because I could just upload it and there's no review process. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so in the beginning for me, it was that freedom to, to be able to do what I wanted. Yeah. Um, now that I'm going forward, obviously, you know, I, I want to get better and I want to write mm -hmm. more and, and, and all this other stuff. But in the beginning, I think it was more out of fear that I would never do it than anything. And and honestly, there are there are a lot of people out there that out of fear they'll self-publish versus seek traditional. Yeah. Um, well, and some you, people, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Um, no, no, go ahead. I was just about to, and then I was like, don't interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. I think some people um, out of fear don't want to do self-publishing, and they only want traditional because of all the work that goes into it as mm -hmm. well. Because it's it's it is definitely tiring. Yeah. Um, you're going to hear my dogs. I apologize. That's all right. I have, I have tree in here and, um, I was like, please keep them quiet. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've got six, but only three currently in the house right now. So I feel you on that one. We have one who basically he runs the house and he's the smallest, but mm -hmm. that's how it goes. So <laughs> Royals talking about royalties. <laughs> Ray is Ray is um, a podcaster here in the RGB, <laughs> Rio Grande Valley of Texas. Um, he has a, a huge podcast down here, mm -hmm. um, and he has people on his show. He's a great a great resource down in the valley for a lot of folks. He has he teaches chess to kids, all kinds of oh, stuff. Oh wow! So, <laughs> oh. but so. Um, what do you feel is the best platform for kind of promoting your books and getting the word out there about your books or does your publishing company do all of that for you? Do you know what? I think that's where the, um, the misdemeanor of everything goes on. People think, you know, you get traditional and then all your marketing, they do everything. It's actually, if you self publish or traditional publish, you're still going to market the hell out of yourself because it's your job. It doesn't matter, you know, you still have to be the person who does everything. You still have to push and push and push. And, um, you know, that's why you, it's good to have your publicist. And But there's only certain things that they do because I'm a control freak and I still like to do it myself. So I'm like, yeah. don't worry about it. I got it. You know, whereas um, I should be allowing, you know, people to do it and um, and continue on what I'm the next, you know, the fourth book that I'm halfway through, whereas I should be writing. I'm like, wait a minute. So, you know, it's um every single platform that you can get on. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, your website, every single thing, they all matter. There's not mm -hmm. one that doesn't matter more than the, the next because you're going to have different people on every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. A lot of people pick certain ones, and I think that you have to find what you're comfortable with, mm -hmm. and and you have to work with that. Um, do you have a fan club? Do you have like a a fan club that a group that is solely for you and for 
people that read your books and want to talk to just just KK and, and pick your brain on <laughs> why this character or why did this person do this? Do you have that? Uh, I said no, I've never had, I had anybody ask me about facts. <laughs> No, I or have readers. Group. Thank you. Reading group. Okay. Have, a lot of people say reading group. I'm sorry, but it is a fan club. I, you need to own that. That is a fan club. They want to talk I, to you about your characters. <laughs> I, I have readers. Yeah. So um I have one in particular, um, Laura, and um she absolutely loved uh the character of Lucy in Saket. And um mm -hmm. I do believe she didn't talk to me for a little while after she read it. <laughs> But um, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, we were going back and forth on Facebook the other day and I was like, look, I keep reading into Hellbound. You might get surprised. She's like, if I get my heart broken again, that's it. We're done. You know, it's kind of <laughs> that's too funny. Yeah. I, I think readers are fundamental because they help you keep yourself honest, right? And yeah. understanding if your characters work or if your characters don't. Yeah. And if you have a reader who is somebody who's <laughs> going to be honest with you, then you're going to find those characters that work or the characters that don't. Yeah. Or else I'll just leave the character as it is. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so. Yeah. And you say you're currently on the fourth book? Yeah. Uh, well, um, Eternity is coming out in September. And okay. then I'm doing a character offset uh, that I'm halfway finished. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how many books are all going to be in the, the series? I'm going to aim for as many as possible <laughs> because it depends. I have like Victor, Joe, Molly, Lucy, maybe, maybe Lucy. I won't promise that one. Um, <laughs> Saket. I'd like to do a standalone on Saket. The demon herself, I think that would be fun. Um, yeah. So maybe altogether, I think I would love to have like 10. Wow. Yeah. And the, what's the series name? If you let everyone know the series um, name? The, I'm looking at it. Uh, so the series. Look at that is, cover. Like, I know. Yeah, that cover is oh, she's to die for. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Yes. So the series itself um, is uh, the Saket Saga. It'll always be, it'll just be book one, book two, book three, and so on that. Okay. Yeah. So it's it, it's all focused around this one demon, is that correct? Well, the first uh, three books are, and then um, we move on to the standalone, but she'll probably show her face. I can't, I love her. <laughs> um, I'm sure I'll, I'll slot her in as wherever I can, so. So let me ask you this, is Saket, secretly you no okay i had to ask i had to ask because no. <laughs> i mean there was just like this undertone i was like i wonder if <laughs> like if secretly it's like her alter ego that she wants to, <laughs> to Do you know what i camera. probably i probably have like friends and family that be gone yeah that's her alter ego that's her like <laughs> yeah People it's her. Well. It's her double ganger. No, <laughs> that's too funny. They're calling your bluff. They know you too well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, they know my, my statistics God. site. They're like, uh huh. Yeah. So you you were born and raised in Ireland. How did you yeah. end up in Washington? Because my husband is um, from Tennessee. Well, he was born in Pensacola, but uh, Clarksville, Tennessee, for the most part. And, and you guys settled in Washington? Yeah, we settled in Kashmir. Wow. 
I've never heard of cashmere, but the sound. You should of it Google it. It's beautiful. beautiful here. Yeah, we have five seasons. <laughs> we have really? like yeah, we have what winter, spring, summer, fire season, and um, I completely lost my train of thought. We have four seasons <laughs> and fire season. <laughs> That's the fifth like, season. Is a fire um, season. Yeah, when it hits when it hits summer and it gets very very hot. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we got fires. You know, um, I had an author on the porch a couple of months ago, Lolo Page, mm -hmm. and she writes out of Alaska and she writes romance books, but it's all about the, the dead, not, well, they are deadly, but the fires mm -hmm. that are up there in upper Washington and Alaska and stuff. So when you said that, I automatically thought of Alaska Spark and Alaska Inferno, which is her romance series that are around because she was a, fire, a woodland firefighter for yeah. you know so many years. And then she started writing those books that made me think about that. And I was like, oh, I wonder if the fires, and, oh, I wonder. So I'm going to ask Lolo if she writes about anything in Washington. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to I, I can't her. believe I forgot the, the seasons. <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. Like, <laughs> oh, I forget um, words. I forget like <laughs> words. I was, I couldn't think of the word sleeping bag. So when I was talking to somebody earlier, I says, yeah, if they could have a little, um, a little, baggy outside to sleep in and that's all I could think of I was like and then now I'm thinking sleeping bag like who can't think of a sleeping bag I mean it's sleeping hey. and it's a bag and I said baggy outside okay whatever so you just have to go with it so <laughs> so when you write do you yeah. plot or do you just pants do you just write what you're being told I I physically write okay so um if i have a thought i will i'll set up everything of course like even if i don't leave, need my laptop i'll bring it but um i'll write everything down and for the most part if i get like a a4 size um page of the gist of it i'll get about five or six pages out of it and then when it hits a spot then i'll go back and then i'll go back over the page that i wrote and then start slotting in things that i didn't think of so one page can give me maybe half a chapter. So I kind of, I, I do it and then I just let it go. Yeah. So you physically handwrite your books first before you type them. There's no way I could do that. You're yeah. a champion in my book. <laughs> like my hands are hurting just thinking about it. I can't even write a note anymore. I'm such a sissy. Yeah. I like <sighs> to do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I write a letter or, or I sit down and I actually write a thank you note to anybody or I sign a book or something, you know, it's, it's very therapeutic to write because I journal and stuff like that, but I never thought of writing a book that way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But do you plot it out? Like, do you say, okay, well, this chapter is going to be about this, uh -uh. this chapter. Yeah. I, I don't know how people do that. I think it's, it's miraculous and marvelous that they can do that, but I can't do that because it's very structured. Yeah. To me, I would lose, I would lose my train of thought. I have a, yeah. I have ADD, so I'm usually thinking about 12 things at once. And that's why I forget everything all the time because my mind starts going here, there and everywhere. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, Hey, focus. <laughs> so for me, if I had to structure that way, I would probably lose focus on even the storyline or, or be able to write it. No, I've, mm -mm. I've never even thought about doing it that way. 
And have you always wanted to be an author? Was this like your childhood dream? Do you know when um when I was a lot younger, my cousin Jennifer had an electric an electric typewriter, and um, I remember tapping away at it. But no, actually, when I was younger, I always wanted to be a nurse. Oh wow! Yeah, but um, I um, I always I always would like write down little stories or whatever, but not in. I loved English in school, essays, everything like that. I was really into um, and I loved that part of it. I just loved it. But um, no, but about, about 14, 15 years ago, I um, I started writing and I started with um, a play, Brotherhood of the Celts. And, um, and after that, then um, my first ever book, uh, daughter of Rella uh, started as a play and um it just continued and continued and uh, turned into a book oh so from there you just couldn't stop you fell in love with the yeah. characters the stories the the yeah. books it's, it's something nice about holding your book in your hand can you show us the cover again yeah. <laughs> I want everyone to see that because when okay, I saw it, so, when you sent it to me, oh, well, there's the second one. That's, okay. yeah, wait till I'll try to, I don't know what way I'm going. It's like a looking in a mirror. Yeah. So that one is Hellbound. Mm -hmm. So, and then this one. So, um, I don't know if you can see this one. You probably won't be able to see. Where is it? That yep. one is uh -huh. Eternity. Eternity. Yeah. So, it's kind of i they every cover kind of goes with the gist of the book so yeah. the one the second one was um hellbound so you know you have the fire you have everything and then eternity because blue is kind of it's it's like i know green is a common color but i think blue depending on the blue can be a very common color so um um, it kind of gives the illusion that everything is going to be okay. Yeah, that is true. It's a very calming color in psychology yeah. as a whole. I mean, that's one of the colors that everyone will pick to, to kind of calm a room, soothe a room, and, and yeah. kind of chill it out, I guess you would say, because it's the color of water in the sky. Mm -hmm. So um, let me see. I was going to ask you about um, your upcoming projects, but you already told me. Um, you have book four. Yeah, I have um, book four. And um, I've already, I had started um, another book that was uh, completely different. It was just fiction. It was about a soldier caught and stuck in Afghanistan. It went on. I had, and it reads really, really well. And then um, I just put it to one side and it's there. I might go back to it in a year, maybe. Who knows? I'll probably never go back to it. But I just love the character of him and his wife and, you know, the whole situation. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that a lot of authors have a bunch of, like, I have folders. I have about at least mm -hmm. 20 different folders of ideas that just popped into my head and I wrote it down. And I figure, you know, one day either I'll go back to it or I won't. And I think yeah. you have to have that creative release whenever you're writing something you're really big into it but then you have like a stopping point where you're like oh you know i'm gonna wait and figure out where this goes but yet you're able to go off somewhere else just kind of yeah. you know fiddle around kind of like play in the fields or whatever for a yeah. little while until you come back and do the other stuff i guess play in the fields. <laughs> i do not play in fields anymore i don't even go outside my allergies are so bad oh. i'm middle age i get hot too easy i don't mess with the outside <laughs> 
I need my fan and my air conditioning. <laughs> so um, if you had any advice to give to somebody that wanted to write a book that just had this spe spectacular idea in their head and said, you know what, I want everyone to know about this idea, kind of like you did. You yeah. had this great idea and you wanted to get it down on paper. What would your advice be for them? Truthfully, very, very simple. It's like always carry a notepad with you. I, I always carry three different notepads and each notepad has a different pen. I don't know why they do, but they do. And um, <laughs> you just, just always write and never throw anything away. Like never, never delete anything, never scrumple it up and throw it away or whatever. Um, and never get deterred if you ask somebody like a friend or whatever, or somebody who you might know in passing to read it and for them to tell you that it's crap. That's you know, so don't take that to heart because, you know, that doesn't mean anything. It means that basically you just have to keep on writing and it doesn't really matter because, you know, one person might hate it and 10 people might love it. So yeah. if you decide to do it, just go ahead and do it. They say everybody has a story in them as whether or not you want to bring it out of yourself and just go with it. Yeah. You know, I love the famous saying that one person's junk is another person's treasure. So yeah. you may not reach one person, but another person may be your a rabid fan, like may love everything that you do for the rest of your entire life where yeah. another person reads it and thinks it's absolutely junk. And I think yeah. that you're going to find your fan base as long oh, as yeah. you just keep doing what's authentically in yourself. And I love that you said yeah. that. And I love that. Um, I always go back to, and I always think about uh, Stephen King said it. He's like, you can't please everyone. And that's, that's what I true. think about. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's so. too tiring to try to like, there's too many yeah. people out there like my head hurts thinking about it. Well, you have to take <laughs> criticism with the positive. You know, that's another thing as well. A lot of people, you know, don't like the criticism that comes with it. But, you know, you get criticism and you grow from a bad review or you grow from a criticism. You know, if you're if you take it to heart, you're you're in the wrong profession. Yeah. Oh, gee, many, yeah. You know, they say that you haven't arrived until you've got your one star your first review yet. Yeah. <laughs> when you get your first one star, you are a famous writer. So you know, <laughs> I'm waiting for my one star. When I get my one star, I'm going to have all kinds of yeah, cool or something. You Damn know? all these five stars. I, where's my one star? And then somebody's <laughs> going to give me a one star and my, my thing will go down. <laughs> I know. You're like, no, don't do that. Just joking. Don't, Just I'm only JK, joking. JK. I don't want it. JK. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, so where can people reach you if they want to come read your books? Just uh, chat with you as the author. Uh, be, a, be a reader, possibly. and Just, you know, um, hang Well, out. I have a mailing list and I have, you know, you can get that on my website. And um, you can find me anywhere online, which is a scary dot, but you actually can. <laughs> and um you know, it's um they're on Amazon, they're on the book depository. You know, you can you just have to dig in the the atmosphere of the internet as it is, and uh, you'll find them. Yeah, we have all of your links here in the show notes as well. So yeah. if anybody wants to go and get the book just based off the cover alone, it's totally worth it. <laughs> but I'll tell you that I've been I started reading it last night. I did not have nightmares, but there's potential for nightmares. I just yeah. have not gotten far enough into it to start getting the nightmares because I was just starting to get the premise of the story. Do you know I what? 
They, um, at the beginning, this uh, we I had talked to my editor Barbara, and uh, we had said, you know what, maybe we'll try young adult. You know, it's the kind of genre that they like. And um, it turns out I can't write for young adult because I go too dark. You scared the Jesus out of them, KK. <laughs> <laughs> the cover me. alone will give them nightmares. Plus, leave it to the adults. I'm like, come on, they know they can do it. No. So no. And Barbara was like, you can't do that. I'm like, it's one time. She's like, no. So <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. Well, one, one of the most remarkable things in the author's career is the people that stand beside them, that lift them up and take them, yeah. that take them and excel their journey. So who was that for you that has always been there from day one when you had the idea that, that said, you know what, I'm going to be here for you no matter what. I'm going to be your fan. I'm going to be your cheerleader. Um, the people that have been in your corner since the moment you wanted oh, to write that book. Um, my mommy and daddy, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're my biggest fans for definite. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I dedicated that. I dedicated the first book I ever did, Dot of Rella, to my mom. And yeah. um since then, um Hellbound um is dedicated to my dad and my two brothers, but their characters in it. I was gonna say, did you kill your dad and your two brothers? <laughs> I just thought about that. I was like, oh my goodness. You no, just cut off your dad and no I didn't. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. That's good. And yeah. are they back in Ireland? Yeah, all of my family are back in Ireland. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So before we head out for the night, I've had a great time. I could just Thank sit and talk you. forever. But do you have any last words that you want to part on your fans? Anybody watching? Um, another person who's just sitting there going, I want to be where she's at just keep going don't be you know i i am good at this because i feel like we're just sitting opposite each other but you know even at my own book sign-ins and launches i don't read i get somebody in the crowd to read <laughs> i'm like here read you know i because um myself i don't read well out loud i know i don't and um, when I get nervous, I get anxious and my anxiety rises and it's worse. So um, honestly, it's just you'll have your own little ways of doing stuff. And um, when you figure it out, just just go with it and don't get don't get bet down by like bad comments or anything and just yeah. continue on with it. If you want to be a writer, you're going to be a writer. And if you you want to do it as a hobby, so be it. If you want to do it as a career excellent but you know maybe you just want to write it and just you know keep it for yourself do something if you want to do it but don't not mm -hmm. do it yeah i love that you said if you want to be a writer you're going to be a writer like yeah. it's, it's literally that simple if you yeah. want to do something do it nobody's going to hold you back other yeah. than you and that, for the most part the writing community especially on twitter you know uh, the writing community on twitter are fantastic you know yes. they're very supportive and um they're you know no matter what i i've never read or like received any like not a nice comment back or you know somebody is always pushing a, another writer especially when they're bringing like i brought out my thing about uh eternity coming out in september and people shared it and shared it and shared it and you know they don't know you but they want to see you do well just yeah. like you you want to see others do well because it's a lot of work it's mm -hmm. a lot of work and it's hard 
and you know if you can't be positive and supportive of another writer i don't know what kind of writer you want to be you know That's you true. have to support your your writing community because you know you know it's you're not going to succeed if you're going to be a negative kind of person who's going to you know be have this mean side to a jealous side don't be jealous don't, that's what i'm trying to say don't be a jealous writer of a writer doing better than you it Absolutely. won't get it'll get you nowhere you know so yeah yeah because writers authors are our own culture you yeah know, we're our own culture and this own community and and we take care of each other for the most part yeah. there are some there are some negative nancy oh, yeah, but, but those ones kind of eliminate themselves and yeah. and eventually people just don't deal with them and they find themselves just no one replies and, yeah but yeah very supportive uh the twitter community i have found is. has been amazing i've absolutely yeah. loved uh being a part of the twitter community i found um a lot of um so jenny wants to know what's meant for you won't pass you by or she wants to let us know thank you jenny sorry about <laughs> that I, I get all confused but you know words. even even facebook honestly um um all of my friends family every everybody on facebook no matter what i put up the people who have followed me from day one who have all of my all of my books no matter what they are and um and even if they don't have it they they're so supportive as well and mm -hmm. you know it's it's a nice feeling and it feels like you've you know you put so much time and your life into it it's nice yeah. to get something back and it's nice to, to I, I love people's reactions that's yeah. the best bit yeah <laughs> hearing people talk about your work is amazing i like yeah. people being sad about characters i kill too <sighs> I think you like killing characters a little bit. Do you know what? I, I killed a character in Lord of Xantar, the second one in the Daughter of Rella trilogy. And um, I, as I was writing it, I was crying. Really? Because I, I loved him and I didn't want to kill him off, but I had to for the story. And I didn't write for like three days. I didn't open my laptop. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was disgusted. But oh, that's so funny. It, it worked really well. And, you know, the rest of the characters were able to move on and it worked. So, but still, I still oh. miss him. <laughs> Bless. That's cool. Yeah. You know, that's that's relating to your characters. And I think when you can relate to your characters, you write probably your best stories when you're mm -hmm. relating to the characters. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've read some books where I could tell that the author wasn't relating to the character and they're very one-sided. But when a character is basically so three-dimensional that it's popping off the page and you can see it, it's almost standing in front of you, you know that that character is very much relatable to the author and the author feels that character, you know? So I love that yeah. part. Well, KK... I have All had right. a blast talking to you. And it, it's been fun. And I know that I'm going to finish reading your book. It may take me some time because I flip between all kinds of different uh, books uh -huh. as I go through the week. But I'm not going to stop because I'm very intrigued, extremely intrigued. I love the characters, the beginning, the premise of the book, the witches, uh -huh. the demons, all of that stuff. I will not read it at night just in case. <laughs> Um, I do not want to have to jump up and run to the bathroom. I don't want to pee my pants at 43 years old. It's a good possibility. Oh my God. So, um, but I've had a blast. Thank you so much for being on our blog tour interviews and also Thank coming you. on the author's porch. Um, 
you know, if there's anything we can do to promote your work and to share you with the world, don't hesitate to shoot us an email. Let us know when you have a new release coming out. We'll put oh, it on yeah. our newsletter and shout it to the world because thank you. Thank you. I appreciate awesome. it. And I love that you're reading it, but don't forget to review it, but don't give me one star. I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> don't break my thing I'm down. trying to make you famous. <laughs> no, 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 I, you know, I that I finish, I review because I know yeah. how hard it is to get those reviews because, you know, like everyone in my family has read my book but nobody's reviewed it. And I'm like, I don't have a single review on this book, but you all said you read it, please, for the love of God. So no, I definitely get it. Yeah, if anyone in the in the interwebs here that is listening to us, if you ever read a book, ever, whether it's on Goodreads, whether it's on Amazon, whether it's on Apple, whatever platform you're reading it on, please review it. It's the only way our work ever becomes noticeable to other people. No, it is. It's so important. It only takes a minute. And I know that um, a lot of people, they, they put the book down and they don't think about it. And um, they're like, oh, I loved it or I hated it, you know, but um, it just is so important. Yeah. Yeah. R review your books, people. So we're going <laughs> to end for tonight, but we are going to be back here on Thursday here on the Author's Porch with the Bombshell Book Review. We are reading Beyond the Pear Blossoms by Shonda Rodriguez this week. So you're going to see me and Nicole back here cracking up like we usually do, talking about I forget what we're talking about this week. I know the book that we're reading, but I already put the information on there. You're going to see us back on Thursday. It's late. I need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so we're excited to have you guys. We're excited that KK came on and short shared her wonderful work of art with mm -hmm. us. And I hope all of you guys will go in the show notes, check out her website, check out the things that she does. Um, Take a look at the books. If nothing else, admire the covers at least because they're beautiful. And, Thank you. And share it with the world. You know, share this broadcast with the world so people can get to know her better. And we will be back here on Thursday and we will see you guys. Bye. Bye, Bye KK. We'll see you Bye. later. Bye. <laughs>